This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, Bansley FC's longest-running podcast. And we are proud to be part of the TalkSport Fans Network. Uh, A very serious episode this evening, purely for the fact that the funny one is not with us. He's all right, uh, but to keep the missus happy, he's took her out for a meal. Because I think it's two for one on a Thursday, isn't it? So, um, yeah, Steve, if you're listening later, you were sorely missed and there won't be much humour. However, we have got the... In-depth views of the one and only Reds Report, Ian. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Evening, Carlo. I'm I'm all right, mate. I'm not too bad. Just uh, feeling for Steve. You know, you got to keep a hangry wife happy, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And and and, and I'm not even going to go there because I know Jackie too well, <laughs> <laughs> and I might have to face him one day. Who knows? <laughs> um, right. Let's have a, a, sort of like a, a little look back before we start talking about the mm-hmm. FA Cup match and obviously upcoming uh, the, the Derby match or the match against Derby on Saturday. Um away at Leighton Orient, um obviously there was the red card, but we we, we kept um you know the, the away form that we're taking intact by by getting a draw away at Leighton, which I thought was a decent result. You then mm. have a couple of home matches, you're you're three in a row. You have Shrewsbury, Fleetwood and Horsham. Shrewsbury on a Tuesday night, three nil. You can't ask for more than that. And I thought it, I thought the fixtures was really kind to us, thinking, right, yeah. Shrewsbury, Fleetwood, then you've got, you know, a, a ninth-tier team or, or whatever in the FA Cup. Fleetwood was slightly different, though, um, because the home voodoo, hoodoo, whatever you want to call it, just <laughs> continued in a in a two-all draw. Crap form, you mean? <laughs> well, but there is something about that home form, isn't there? <laughs> On a Tuesday night... You, you be and, and, and listen, I was there, and, and Shrewsbury didn't offer much, but you still have to beat him, yeah. which we did. And then three or four days later, Fleetwood come to town, and it's a two-two. I, what is it about that home for? Because it can't have. It, I know the opponent is different every week. Listen, I get mm. it, but it, he's he's got his band of brothers that he chooses his best eleven from. How can we go from? trying to turn that oil tanker of home form from a 3-0 and then drawing 2-2 two, two, and nothing against Fleetwood. But they're no. not one of the teams that you would thought, oh, yeah, the dangerous one, this. 
No, I, I think it was always going to be a, a slippy fixture on it, up against Lee Johnson, new manager bounce. You showed what they went and did a couple of days later when they were got a 3-3 at home to Blackpool. So, you know, if we'd have played them several weeks ago, I'd probably beat them quite easy. So they had, you had to that, that to consider. But I just feel we're probably better set up away from home. Look, I just think at home we're too slow. We're too ponderous. It's this possession football, and teams just get behind us. Just, just, just put two banks of four in. Easy to defend against. We don't open them up, <clears throat> and then they've got the potential to hit us on the break. Mm. Um, whereas I think away from home, we're probably more inclined not to have as much of the ball. And like we, you look at you look at the last few seasons when we've been in League One, Stendhal, um, even like well last season as well, <clears throat> and even under Val. I know we're a bit more direct under Val, but we've been sides that press, that work hard, that chase everything from the front to the back, and then we hit teams. Classic example, Adam Phillips last season, he suited counter-attacking football, bit of pace on the break. Um, this season, this possession football hasn't suited us at all. There's not the pace in the side, and I think we're just easy. When we've got all that ball, we don't know how to open a team up. And I just think at home, um, you're reliant on having more of the ball and doing something with it. Teams are going to come and go, right, open us up. Whereas away from home, like against Saturday, we probably won't have as much of the ball and maybe we can hit them on the break and probably that suits us. I think we play better with a press and play more faster up the pitch, getting up the pitch faster. And I don't just mean long ball. I mean, you know, hitting team because we've got, we have got some, speed around the side but i just think at home this possession football it goes sideways or backwards yeah um and i, and I know i don't want to you know poke the bear but is atmosphere mm. something to do with it because whenever we go away mm. there seem to be atmosphere the home and starts cheering clapping singing from minute one we seem to thrive on that away to try and mute that mm. that noise um, and I know it was Tuesday night and, and Saturday afternoon, um, the, the last two home runs, because I was away for the horse from Ty. Um, and it just felt, dare I say, a bit stale. Like, yeah. And I know it's a chicken or egg. Do mm. players respond to us being the 11th man, or are we fair in saying we need something to cheer about? It's, and yeah. maybe, as fans, we should say, we're going to start singing from the moment of kickoff. Because we seem to make a bigger noise when Jason announced him coming out of the tunnels, and then we take kickoff, and it's like this hush yeah. descends on Oakwell, and everybody is waiting for that first goal to then try and come alive. Because it seems a different atmosphere at home these mm. days. I don't know if that's to do with expectation, because first match of the season, 7 0, well, it was a decent yeah. atmosphere, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And even against Shrewsbury. And I know it's a Tuesday night, it's always a bit different, but it took two goals or whatever to really get people up and, you know. Is it, it, it an is. atmosphere question? I, I, I mean, I don't know. No, you make a valid point and, and and it is the chicken and the egg, isn't it? Because fans, you want the team to get you off the seat, um, but also the fans have got to do a bit as well. Um, but it's very difficult, isn't it? I think all seats of stadium has killed atmospheres. I think you look at the stewarding the level of the stewarding people can't stand up for two minutes when when the team are attacking without being threatened to be slung out you know i just think football grounds nowadays are sanitized aren't they yeah. um 
with overzealous stewarding, uh, all seats stadium has, has, has dampened an atmosphere. You look at last season and there was just that connection, wasn't there? You know, we had Scarf Day many a time. Maybe it was the team were playing better football. Maybe it was the team were playing well and, and scoring goals and at home and you're looking and that then sparked the crowd. It, it is very much like you can't, you can't just point at one thing and say that is the problem because no. there are plenty of people at Oakwell that do want to get an atmosphere going. Um, but they're shot down by stewarding or other people who say sit down and I can't see or, you know, keep the noise down or whatever. Yeah. And it is very, very difficult. There's no real answer. But I think away from home, I think the, the we've discussed this on previous podcasts, I do think the away support are a lot more patient with the team as well. Yeah, like plastic example was, was Exeter away. If that had been nil-nil, they wouldn't have got booed off. I mean, obviously, the last-minute goal were brilliant. But if that had been nil-nil, Oakwell, it would have been a very different atmosphere, I, I would probably suggest. I, I, and, and I, listen, everybody has opinions and they're all valid because of the people's opinions. I still believe that when people go to an away match, no matter where it is, they go for a day out in football yeah. or the match is almost a byproduct, isn't it? Yeah, you know, the people is. like yourself going to Derby, you know, you're looking forward to a quality time with your lads, maybe go and get a drink somewhere or get a quick snack like a yeah. burger and chips and whatever. And then you go into the stadium, but you've already had some, you know, it, it's and, just a yeah, and also, also there's the us against the world type mentality as well, isn't it? Because although we've sold quite a lot of tickets and we've sold, I think, over 2,300 tickets, you're still going to be in a ground that's probably got nearly 30,000, 20 odd thousand. So, yeah, so you'll make more noise because you're in that corner, and um, that you know, like, where's it? Oh, well, you. You can get you can get teams coming with a couple of hundred who can can out sing Oakwell. Um it's probably symptomatic of a lot of grounds. It's not just a Barnsley problem, but it there's a number of things you can you can look at, can't you, with with, with that. It is and I think if the team come out of the traps at home first 10, 15 minutes, then everybody reacts, don't they? And they get them off the seat. But yeah, playing this possession football, that's not happening, is it? No. We have to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, that won't be the picture Steve puts in our WhatsApp group of his onion rings in the next 15, 20 minutes. Um, but, you know, that FA Cup match, we've talked often about, you know, uh, the beauty of the FA Cup, the fairy tales, the David versus Goliath. Yeah. And it served us well in, in recent years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, you know, seasons before that, Man United. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought we would have had a nightmare against Horsham, though, mate, to be fair. It was another... Did I message... When the goals were going in, I think I messaged and I went, this is another barrel, this 5-4. Yeah. <laughs> you have to yeah. bring all your better players on to win the game. And it is it is all, all of them things, isn't it? It's David Gunlayeth. It's it's um, maybe... I mean, it was a strong enough side that Collins put out. You know, are, are they... Are, are, our lads took the foot off the ball, they're absolutely buzzing. They get one goal and that's it then. You're on the hiding to nothing, but come on, you should still be able to navigate at home as well a game like that and see it through. Even if it's a bit, you know, you get through it, just scared, a bit of a scare, but you get through it, don't you? And the goals that were conceded um, were were just schoolboy, weren't they? They really they made Horsham look like Brazil. <laughs> yeah, well... You, you look at the lineup. Can yeah, I play to Horsham, man. You know, I can't oh, take anything listen, away from him. I yeah, play to him. After the decision by South Yorkshire Police to put it on the Friday. Oh, poor, I, poor decision. Secretly, you probably thought, you know, it'd be really nice to get to a draw. 
just for that club. And, you know, if we win it away, because yeah. the away form hopefully will come into account again. <laughs> but you look at the lineup. Kilipingol, who's obviously number one after the operation. Yeah. Williams, uh, Mail, De Givigny. Givigny. Uh, and Jamie McCart. Okay. Midfield, um, O'Keefe, Styles, Kane, and Dodgson. I mean, up front, you've got three, haven't you? You've got Watters, McAtee, and Jallo. So mm. that's not a bad start. You could argue that Jallo hasn't got much first team football, but he is obviously playing for Portugal under yeah. 19, well, he's, get, he's getting plenty of football and, and look what he's doing. Yeah, as well. Exactly. But yeah. then and 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 I, I I'm not in the habit of publicly, like on a podcast, um, you know, slating plays to a point. But but when somebody tweeted, which is right. Everybody knew if you did any sort of looking into Horsham, you knew the two players that were going to be dangerous. You know, the, 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 the two players that had the pace for Horsham and everything. You'd like to think that as full-time professionals, we would be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And then you see a tweet saying that one of our players would be given the runaround by a postman. <laughs> it's sort of... It, it, is, is, it, is, that, is that a mentality thing of, ah, we're at home... Is it that? Because you would have hoped that the head coach would have put in, I don't care if you play Horsham, Hyam or, or Hotspur, yeah. I want I want hundred percent. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm. And the biggest compliment you can you can you can pay Horsham is by putting a full strength side out to say, I'm taking this mm. serious. I we need to yeah. win this. Yeah. Were there any positives from that match besides probably Fabio Jallo scoring a fantastic goal and, mm. and and showing what you know what what he's able to do? Because it's I'm not saying it's embarrassing because it is the FA Cup. And if it was anywhere else, you'd be saying, Oh my god. If you lose the bottom of the table, oh my god, it is the FA Cup. They were clearly up for this. They they prepared, they knew. But is there any positives to get from this? Because it's another match in a in a schedule that's quite tight anyway. Yeah. Um, I pulled, bizarrely, I pulled three positives out, Carlo, would you believe? <laughs> so the you mentioned one. minute whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, final whistle were one of them. <laughs> no, I think um, you've mentioned one in, in Fabio Giallo. I mean, what a goal. Mm. Uh, what a prospect that lad is. And I'd love to see him nearer the first team squad more yeah. often. Don't get me wrong, I don't expect him to start against Derby. But when you look at what um, Cosgrove hasn't done anything, what has... Still hasn't really done anything. Um, McCart is in and out. You look and think this lad, this lad deserves a shirt or, or, or a bit more of a run out in the, in the first team. Yeah. So that was a positive. Luca Connell coming back was a po- massive positive. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would probably say it was nice to see you score some headed goals for once. Yeah. You know, we, we we tend to put some decent balls in, certainly like Cadden's capable of it. Um, we put some great balls in, but we very rarely score any goals. And I was like, oh, it really kind of jumped out at me that we were we were putting them away, putting these crosses away. So they were three positives to me. I, I might be clutching at straws, but I took three, three no, positives. No, no, no. Six no, no, no. negatives, but three positives. I, I was listening to BBC Radio Sheffield because we were away. And um, when we scored on like 14, 30 minutes, whatever it was, I went, it's not good. It's too early, isn't it? I'd much rather struggle and then score just before half time. Yeah. Not and, the stuffing out of them. <laughs> well, yeah, you sort of, it's like game management. You know, like, 
you know, like in the wild, when a tiger goes for its prey, never kills it immediately. It toys with it, it flushes it around a bit, and then bang, the final one. And it's like, oh, they did that well, didn't they? Well, yeah, because then they took the lead and then they scored again. Yeah. Um, how does that? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds, order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Because obviously that gets a lot of press. Not so much because we've drawn it, more that Horsham, obviously Mm. they get the, the replay, which is on Tuesday, ITV4, so everybody can watch it. What do you think that does to the players, though? Because next up is, you know, a difficult away trip at Derby. One side, you know, that good thing says, oh, but our away form is really good. But on that side, you think, but you couldn't be bloody awesome. Like, you know you know what I mean? How does that, what, what does Nick Collins need to do to avoid these sort of, those sort of results? So is it the case of, now, Connell's back will be a different team. We're not a one-man team, but it does make no. a difference, doesn't he? Yeah. And... If if he is back, Jallo is away with Portugal again, I think, isn't it? Is he or is he is is he back again? What what who do you like to come and who comes in to start on Saturday and, and who loses out for you? It's difficult, and yeah, we we've said um I suppose reaction wise, you hope that um they they put it in on the training ground. Um I it's difficult we've we've often said we don't know like Neil Collins doesn't know his best eleven. And I think it's a fair argument. However, spin it the other way, and I would say, I don't know what our best 11 is. No. You know, you, and, and I've quoted a couple of plays. You, you look at Cadden, as, certainly defensively. I think it was the uh, first goal Fleetwood, I think. He was at fault for he didn't track back enough. Yeah. And the, the winger overtook him and scored. Uh, but he's great going forward. Um, Cotter can be in and out. O'Keefe. Uh, I've, I've mentioned the strikers who have all been a bit hit and miss. Uh, had it not been for Liam Roberts, his some of his saves and Devante Cole's goals, where would we be? So it's no wonder we don't know our best eleven. And therefore, you're asking me who do we pick on on Saturday? <laughs> there's probably we know who's probably going to play. Um, there's a stable six or seven. Yeah, uh, but then the others, too many are not taking the shirt. They're not. They're not taking that opportunity, are they? Um, to really grasp, you know, you could say Phillips uh, or Russell can be in and out. Um, does Connell what? I, I don't know how fit Connell is. He'll have had another week on the training ground, but yeah. I would still imagine he can't do 90 minutes yet. Certainly not at Derby away, but it's it honestly, Carlo, it's, it's a bit of a lottery for me. Um, yeah. Too many, we're now in November and too many have been, form's been patchy at best. Yeah. Um, one, I suppose, light during those times when at home was struggling um, has to be our French number six, 
who had a nightmare start to a season in a red shirt or a black shirt or a one with stars on. Um, but you know, he, he he got that he got that goal against Horsham, and mm. he looks that he has the capabilities and the skills mm. to, to to be a huge fans' favourite in in seasons to come, hasn't he? Because yeah, he seems yeah. now making the right decision, positive going forward when when mm. when he's able to do so. Reminding us at times of how Liam Kitchen sometimes made those sort of darting runs. Um, oh, yeah. Intelligent in defence, not taking any risks. Um, it's it's a stark difference from his first appearance, isn't it? Oh, massively, yeah. And and we and to be fair, we have actually um, highlighted that on these podcasts. We have actually praised him and said how, it, like I say, he you couldn't have had a worse start. Um, plus, he's moving to a new country, a new club, all that kind of stuff does impact people. And the, the form, etc. But yeah, fair play to the lad. Um big big test on Saturday for him if he's picked. I think that'll be a, a real I think that could be a good yardstick about where he is. Yeah. You've got yeah. that Mendes Lang who's quick, you know, that the, they've they've struggled down. They've been a very odd um form this season, Derby. I really expected a lot more from them. Um, but they've still got the players, they've still got the personnel who can hurt you on the day and um be a good it'd be interesting to see how he plays on Saturday. Be a real yardstick to see. Um, not that it'll be the end of the world if he doesn't have a great game because he has done well, but I think that'd be a be a good test for him on, on Saturday, that. Yeah, and, and their form is sort of like opposite to ours a little bit, isn't it? Like yeah. they went away to Stevenage and lost 3-1. They win 4-0 at home against Northampton. Um in the FA Cup, they draw with crew, 2-2 away. But then in the, EFL, <laughs> yeah, in the EFL trophy, 4-1 um again at home. So their home record. So they've got a decent home record. Mm. Our away record is decent. And obviously in the table, you know, Barnsley's fifth, they're seventh, and there's three points between us. So yeah. For two teams that were probably picked as not ones to watch, but the ones that will yeah. be, you know, fighting for those places at the top, um, you know, doing all right. Obviously, Portsmouth still sits, sits pretty. You talked about Connell earlier, though. If you look at like the formation he went with, who, who makes plays for Connell if you're going to play him, if you're going to start him, for instance? Wouldn't surprise me, and I, and I think there might be an, a, an argument for playing Russell and Connell at Derby. Two two um, deeper sitting midfielders um, push Kane further up and maybe drop Phillips because you're going to want to play um, Callum Styles because he's not available for the Carlisle game in a week or two, is he? So you want to play him now, um, and I, I think there's an argument for probably trying to play it a bit tighter and maybe have Russell in there with a bit of physicality with Connell. Yeah. Um, that, that that it wouldn't surprise a bit more of an insurance policy for the back three, yeah. I would I would suggest. Um well, but yeah. Go on. Sorry, go on, go on. No, I'm gonna say about the form, you're right. I've I've read tonight what Paul Warner said about the threat that we pose, and he's been complimentary about us and that you know, in our DNA. So I think we're always a club that is always one to watch when we're in this league and constantly, whoever's the manager, we're constantly up there and pushing. So he sees us as a threat. He's seen us twice live, apparently. Um, I don't know which games he's watched. Like He, he, could, oh, he, Jekyll, he could be Jekyll and Hyde, couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he might think, this will be easy, lads, but then he's watched the wrong games. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, who, who would you partner up front? Because Devante Cole will start. Oh, who are you going to partner? 
Because in an ideal world, I stick Jallo in there, but I just don't think he's going to do it. And you know, you chuck a seventeen-year-old lad in at Derby away, you might think I'm talking talking nonsense, but um, you just he's he, he's brilliantly unpredictable, isn't he? And he's fearless. Um, having said that, I don't think he probably will start. Um, he's probably going to go with the usual with Waters or something, isn't he? I would I would suspect and McAtee off the bench and. Um, Cosgrove off the bench. I, I, if I was a betting man, I think he'd go Waters and and Cole. I think. Yeah, I uh, definitely because Shrewsbury. I was so impressed with McAtee. He was like, um, how can I explain? He was like one of them. Yeah, because when he's on the game, that were wired yeah. up to the mains. Like he just seemed to have. <laughs> Like, oh, I can't say that it's not appropriate, but he was like, <laughs> he was like, you know, like I work in a school and you've got some kids that are at it a hundred percent of the time, bundles <laughs> of energy. And uh, yeah, yeah. he's he reminds me because he was chasing down, and, yeah. and even if they played it back to the keeper, he was he was and and he a lot of our possession came from him chasing from the front and yeah. blocking things and everything else. And, and we're going to need that on Saturday, yeah. Well. And I think him and Cole, Cole is slightly yeah. different, probably. And I'm, I, do you go for, do you go for somebody like um, Cosgrove, somebody who's got the physicality, big, messes people about? But then you think, not really done as I, I know, not yeah. you know, really done as much. Do you go for somebody like Wattis, who who's got that physicality as well, but he's sometimes a fine line. And yeah. So it's it's difficult, isn't it? it Jello, it, it, I agree though. He is yeah. fearless, and what a quality to have. Yeah, and, and it's a proper head-scratcher, it really is. And I'm sure any other fans who are listening will probably have their own take on it. Um, McAtee, I've seen him in games where he's he's won us games and he's changed a game and he's and, and that. And then other days where he's just been fairly anonymous. He's not done the right lot or it's not come off for him. I'm not criticising him as in his, his attitude or anything, but it just hasn't clicked and like it hasn't particularly click for Waters, even though he's picked a couple, a couple of goals. He's not exactly set the world on fire with his performances. So, no. yeah, he does a bit of running off the ball and stuff. But as a striker, what he's brought here to do, like Cole will score goals, Waters isn't. So it's a proper head scratcher that. Like I say, good shout to, to put McAtee in. It really is because I think he's got he's, the quality. is easily championship quality. Yeah. Um but we just need some of these strikers to come into form with Cole, don't we? Because otherwise, um, we could we it could be quite a successful league. Because I still I still don't think this league is a very strong league. No, no, it's not. Just a quick final word, and you're going to Derby. Um, I know we've been sort of off air a bit, but there's been lots happening, and my voice is still not back fully. But you know what? We're here. Um, if there's one thing that can entertain us, it is Barnsley fans on social media. And whilst we're not out pointing out certain tweets or whatever, every opinion is valid because it's somebody's opinion. And and I think yeah. that has to always be a starting point. The problem sometimes is when people then start a healthy argument, but have you thought of this? People either shut down or start throwing adjectives that we're not using in this podcast. And then I sort of think, that's like poking the bear and running off, isn't it? Like, we're all adults. <laughs> and if somebody doesn't yeah. have the same opinion, then that's fine, isn't it? Like, that, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely fine. In the stadium, if Williams has got the ball, somebody on this side can be shouting, get it forward. And then somebody <laughs> else says, make a run. And somebody else says, yeah. play it. Because everybody has different ideas. Um, one thing, again, this week, the news came out that Khaled, a CEO, is, is leaving us at the end of the season to go over to America and take up a position there. And again, the um, 
the, the fan base never never let us down. Um, again, it's a game of opinions. I just think I I look, and I know it's different because he's the other, but I look at Sheffield Wednesday and what they are going through at the moment, off the pitch and on the pitch. Yeah, beware what you wish for. I know we're still awaiting for this big news, right? I I know that, but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't keep me up. And I know some people might have you know season ticket sales and everything else and maybe looking back it wasn't a good move you know what <laughs> van mansford came in and wanted to change the flipping logo of our football club that wasn't a good move but he was still a decent ceo wasn't he be careful what you wish for isn't it because ultimately yeah. you could get somebody who doesn't believe in fan engagement you could get somebody who doesn't understand the dna of this town and the fans and what the club means to us your thoughts on on, on colored leaving um well i never met the man so i can't say personally what he's like i've never been in a room with him or anything like that and made the fans for him so uh, i can only go off what i've watched and heard i think he's tried i think he's had his heart in the right place he's certainly tried to to have that engagement yes it is he's dropped a, a couple of clangers we know we know that uh no one's perfect we all do that every day of the week in our jobs and stuff but um I saw the. I was looking at the comments, and there was no complimentary ones at all. And quite a lot wanted Dane back. Um, I think he. Unfortunately, I think he's probably his era, his time at the club is probably tarnished, um, especially with the big news debacle. Um, only time will tell if he was any good. If we get a replacement and you have, like you say, you're right. You've got to be careful what you wish for. We could get somebody in who hasn't got a clue about the club, the town or football or anything and could be 10 times worse. Yeah. However, I'm sure we can do better. Um, I'm sure his heart's been in the right place and he's tried, but I think too often he's been too keen. My interpretation is my interpretation. I think he's been too keen to jump to big headlines, wanting to wanting to give the fans something. Because to be fair, the fans are always screaming for something every minute yeah. of every day. They want, they want news out of the club. And I think he's been too quick to jump to it and try and please them. And then it's backfired a few times, hasn't it? Yeah, um, so, yeah, quite mixed. Um, nothing personal against him. Um, but I don't think, I think it, it, unfortunately, I think it's become a little bit of a laughing stock with, certainly on social it's, media. Well, um, apparently, um, Alan Smith from Red All Over is favourite at six to four to take over. So, <laughs> Which is great because there'll always be tea and coffee in the fan zone, so everybody's happy under. You know what I mean? Um, just finally, on, Alan. You, you, well, he's got our backing. Um, you're going to Derby on Saturday, so yeah. I need a uh, score prediction, please. God, I knew you'd ask this. Yeah, we've been long enough, mate. We don't, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. True, I should know. Um, yeah, it's not not the best of grounds for us, is it? No. Um, I'll go first. Two, two. Go on. Oh, no. you're I'm just going to say 2-2. Two, two. You, you can't. Jammy sod. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was either going to go 2-2 two, two or 2-0 two Barnsley. I'm going to have to stick my neck on the line now and go 2-0 Barnsley. You, you heard it here first. You heard it here. Remember those <laughs> Yeah, shoot words. me down at five o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> the away form continues for Barnsley. We're a well-deserved 2-0 victory away at Derby. You have been listening to the Red Report with Ian Don't and Carlo. And we will be back next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.